PWN. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast World Order. I am your host, Matt Lilly. I have, uh, I can't, I think he's up. Yeah, we have up is Ben from Colorado. In my upper corner next to him, the Dean of Old School, D. White. Hey, you forgot. Ben uh, Ben has his gimmick now, and, I'm, and, we, and I, we, I can't be shorting him on this. Kerry Silken handed him his gimmick. He's handsome Ben from Colorado from now on. Handsome Ben. That's it. Oh, God, it's never going to end. It's not going to end. end. But more importantly, tonight our special guest, we have the wrecking ball, wrecking ball Ligurski. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Not too bad. We're Very good. Li- living at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everything happening in the world today. Um, the the podcast <laughs> yeah. is a great, great distraction from everything else. Uh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, how about you? How about you, Wrecking Ball? How are you hanging? How's things going up in your area? Oh, it's not bad. I mean, I'm up in Connecticut, um, just working out, watching some film, and just trying to take things day by day. I actually got a show coming up in New Jersey um, June 20th for Titan Championship Wrestling in uh, Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Gosh, I love... I love that we have guests that have that announcement. You know what I mean? That there's wrestling yes. happening. That we can go. So that's that's yeah. super exciting for us. That's the first one since we've started. This. Oh my gosh! It's it's an New exciting Jersey step. Is not that far. It's not that far. New Jersey's <laughs> not that far, guys. Yeah, yeah but it's also yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. actually a pretty interesting concept. It's drive-in wrestling. Yeah, oh I've, I've been seeing that kind of pop up here and there, and like I'm, I'm interested in it. I yeah, love me that. too. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, That's incredible. I haven't seen it, so it's gonna be my first time doing it. It's uh, it's gonna be like a driving movie theater, except with wrestling. That's awesome. All right, road trip. So, so what, what was the date on that again? June twentieth. June twentieth in uh, Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Yeah. Write it down, guys. Write it down. The Wilson Memorial First Aid Park. Sweet. It's gonna be worth going to, especially if you haven't been able to go to a wrestling show in months, like the rest of us. Uh, Hopefully, Mm -hmm. a sign of some normalcy coming. Yeah, I've been going stir crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all have. But but I've been seeing on your Twitter that you've been you've taken advantage of quarantine. I think you've been posting about how your workouts you're changing your body or you're sharpening everything. You know where, where are you at progress wise? I mean I've been so I I lost approximately a hundred pounds since like a year and a half ago. I don't even know the exact date. Like year and a half. Put on a couple during quarantine, but I've had some pretty good workouts um i've gotten to take advantage of some online training um i've been doing uh mass reviews with dr tom pritchard who dr tom pritchard is the uh trainer of kurt angle brock lesnar the rock we reviewed a bunch of of my matches that i've sent in and just 
some like classic old matches of historical big men like Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, uh, Dr. Death. So it's been pretty cool. How does that kind of opportunity come up? Is like a a mass email train go out to wrestlers or is, you know, does he reach out through social media? Um, So there's this Facebook group put together by Sin Bodie. Um, He was Kazarni in WWE. Um, Mm -hmm. He started this online training group and it's called Snake Pit Pro. And it's a, a collection of various different trainers online um you got him you got sin uh, you got sin Bodie, you got dr tom you got Gangrel grell that visits on there um mm. ezekiel jackson just people from all from all different walks of life who are who've been in the game and just reviewing matches reviewing psychology reviewing different things that have made them successful so been cool during quarantine to be able to network with all those different people that's awesome yeah Yeah. it's a great way too for people giving back to to younger guys making their way i love it Mm -hmm. um now if you don't mind i'd like to talk more about how you got into professional wrestling because i know uh, before you were a professional wrestler you were a college football player yeah so um I played Division II football at Southern Connecticut State University. Um, had a couple injuries. Didn't uh, didn't go exactly how my college football career didn't go exactly how I wanted. I mean, the inner the injuries weren't permanent or anything that caused long lasting damage, but they they took uh, they took me out of the a couple seasons and um college football there's a finite time with that so once football is done there was a wrestling school in new haven um i trained there for a little bit and then i eventually trained with uh matt taven and mike bennett at the kingdom xwa kingdom in rhode island for a year and a half two years and then uh when the zombie apocalypse isn't happening, I'm training with Bubba Ray Dudley and Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> right. So uh, I was going to ask you if that uh, if that hundred pounds you lost um, was Jared Silverclight. Was he the uh, some of that? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I lost oh, okay. two hundred pounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm ready for the heat, but I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. no. Oh, come on. No. He's helping me with my stock, man. I I can't deny money, especially at this point. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. You know better, Matt. That's cheap. You're right. That's cheap. He sent us some questions for you, though, so we'll get to those later. Well, you want to take a you want to take a take the opportunity to go ahead and bury Matt right now. That'd be awesome. I mean, yeah, I'll, usually yeah. this is just a bet. Big tonight. Yeah, boo, Matt, and your stupid haircut that your brother gave you. <laughs> I did it for the silver clay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, come on, man. I know. He sucks Although up to I all. Hear the he's, I hear he's interested on on a reunion tour if and when you're ready. No, absolutely not. Thank you. You know how bad his breath is? Woo! 
Oh, wow. No, we had a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Tell us we had a Zoom meeting, yeah. so we had no idea. Yeah, we had, oh, man. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked it if it was in person. His brothers. <laughs> mm. uh-uh. Have to so, look away. Does he not have enough money to buy toothpaste is what I'm getting at. Uh, he's just not coordinated enough. <laughs> he's the most unathletic guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to say, but his 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 uh, highlight reel is him getting choke slammed by like all like all different people. You can't so, forget about like, the spear from Swoggle. Right. And, so, yeah, I don't know. Attacking a poor man while he's down, guys. I mean, come it's, on. it's amazing with Jared. Jared is actually like he's ripped. He has a six pack. He's like defined, but he can't pick up a chair without struggling and falling over. <laughs> <laughs> It's impressive how like physically fit he is wh- while having no functional strength or coordination. <laughs> <laughs> I will say when when he cost you your undefeated streak against Flip Gordon, he did not look like he was comfortable holding that chair in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He and he didn't need the help. He had that magic control anyway. That's right. <laughs> oh well. Um, well. Let's backtrack here a little bit. So you've. You've had the, the incredible opportunity of being assisted by some great, great, incredible wrestlers throughout your training. Um, so what was it like transitioning and learning from Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, picking up some from, from Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer? I mean, what is the overall experience like? I mean, I've been blessed to have an amazing, amazing experience. I mean, Taven... Taven and Bennett were like the really cool, like older brothers who have been there. And um, whereas like Bubba Ray is more of a a very strict father type of deal. You know what I mean? But it's, it's I mean, they've all provided me with the opportunity to to be the best I could be, to take advantage of my size, my character my uh my personality and they've allowed me to network with different places i mean i've wrestled for impact i've wrestled for house of hardcore former northeast wrestling heavyweight champion um i've done stuff with ring of honor for future of honor so i mean yeah yeah future is bright right yeah that's a that's a following oh, okay. uh, following the training question sorry do i know i cut you off but what, no, what's man. your biggest takeaway from from all of your your coaches just uh use my size use it right. effectively utilize my personality and just smash <laughs> love it yeah. Sorry, do I go ahead, man? No, I was well b- before. I was going to say, yeah, but that's a pretty illustrious list that you're on the, the former Northeast Wrestling Heavyweight Champions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we've got Cody on that list, and we have. Um, did okay. First Cody. champion was Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam 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 Bigelow. That's yeah. what, speaking of big men who knew how to use use their size. Yeah, you know, Bam Bam unreal. Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just, and just to take a step back with uh, Bubba Ray, he's one that really, um, he's one that got me to lose all that weight. At one time, I was uh, 425, 430-ish, wow. 
um, when I came to school and he's the one that like really like put the ultimatum on me to lose that weight. Mm. And it was the best career move. I mean, I, uh, I move better. I have a lot more energy both inside the ring and outside the ring. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my sleeping now, but like when I was 425, 430, I was sleeping all day. (laughs) (laughs) My joints hurt when I was 425, all all the time. It it was tough. And that him pushing me to lose that weight has reshaped my my in-ring work, my agility, just my overall quality of life. And he was someone who did it himself. So, like, going there, if he told me, him telling me to lose 100 pounds, I couldn't say no, because number one, he's Bubba Ray Dudley, and number two, he did it himself. So, I mean, I can't, you know. Right. Absolutely. Well, do you think that, like, the working like a big guy, I mean, I know that um, we've had a couple of guests before we talked to about this. Like we had Brian Malonis and Beer City Bruiser. And, and um, just the fact that I see these big guys wrestling, you know, in wrestling that are able to have these, you know, 20, 30-minute matches and pace yourself and use, use your skill and technique, where then I watched uh, – um, not to bury anybody, but I'm going to do it. But watch Goldberg, who's ripped, basically blow himself up coming to the ring, you know. And so, just the fact that is it a different type of um, in shape, or is it just being smart on how to work, or how do you do that? All of the above. I mean, okay, I could definitely say, and again, dropping the uh, that hundred or so pounds. I mean, my cardio went a lot better before I, I could barely go like eight, 10, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now I could go 20 plus. Wow. No problem. I mean, the key to staying in shape is I usually train um, in the ring twice a week. Uh, I'm doing cardio twice a day for at least four days a week. Um, I'm doing just a combination of different things like the agility ladder, sprints, um, Stairmaster, just the combination of everything. And ring, well, I haven't been able to do end ring work recently because the uh, zombie apocalypse again, but <laughs> when, when everything's normal or close to normal, that's, that's how I do it. Cool. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, how do you think losing the hundred pounds has impacted your ring psychology and how it will kind of impact it once everything kind of picks back up? Um, I think initially losing that hundred pounds, I kind of lost sight of that. I'm still big because 425 or 430 to 330. Yeah, I lost 100 pounds, but 330 is still the size of an NFL <laughs> lineman. <laughs> yeah. A 330 big man is a lot different than a 430 big man. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think initially um, I tried to be – tried to wrestle like someone who was 230 because I was excited that I lost mm. all that weight. And I kind of lost focus initially from – 
how big I was and, you know, it's some of the online coaching, some of the coaching with Bubba Ray Dudley has kind of like helped me to refocus. Like, yeah, I lost weight. Yes. I'm more athletic and I could do some pretty cool athletic things, but only do them when I need to, as opposed to just kind of like force it all the time. Cause at the end of the day, it's cool seeing big guys do cool athletic things, but the average everyday fan, when they see me come to the ring and they see someone called the wrecking ball, come to the ring, they want to fight. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. Probably a sick guy on that, and and not by any means attacking this guy because I, I love his in ring work as a fan. Like Lance Archer has lately been breaking out that uh, old school walk on the ropes into a moonsault, you know. But like as a big guy, you do that every match. It almost loses a little bit of that like, oh my god moment to it. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I don't. From what I've seen of Lance, like he doesn't like. It's at least that like one or two cool things in matches as opposed to thinking he's a six foot 12 luchador yeah and yes i know six foot 12 is not a height yeah, <laughs> no, no six foot 12 no. is a height <laughs> right <laughs> um so uh kind of keeping it with the, the beginning here what kind of became uh was the beginning of you being a wrestling fan what was the, the was there a feud a superstar who kind of sparked your interest and kept you locked in um initially so i'm not good with like dates and times and i can't say well you know the wrestlemania 17 match <laughs> so, i don't know and initially um i was a Shawn michaels fan um i just remember like Shawn michaels and diesel feuding Remember uh, Jose Lothario's late, fake leg getting ripped off. It started right. off with Shawn Michaels, then um, then uh, got into like Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker and Kane and all that. But yeah, Shawn Michaels was my first favorite wrestler growing up. Fair enough. I'm sure Jeff is very upset now. <laughs> I know. That he didn't make I'm sorry. Our guy Jeff, who's on our show pretty regularly, he's unfortunately working up in DC right now. So props to him for still being out there doing everything he's got to be doing. But biggest Bret Hart guy I know. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. He almost takes it to heart, I swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So with uh, with everything going on and you know prepping for your in ring return here on June twentieth. Well, what's the, the immediate goal when all of this is over and we're all back to regular uh, mm. regular wrestling matches? What's the immediate goal? I mean, I just want to make as much of an impact as possible. Um, right. I mean, the event, the, the goal is to get a TV contract somewhere, whether it's Ring of Honor, whether it's Impact, whether it's WWE, whether it's AEW. Like the goal is to, within the next year, to get a, a TV contract somewhere. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. So, like, who's I was I was going to think like, well, who's, you know, whose ass needs kicking when all this is over with? I know you got some people on your list. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, in Northeast Wrestling, uh, Dan Moff. Right. Okay. We. Oh, we <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of wars 
Um, we had a couple wars. First one was double disqualification. Second one, we went for over 20 minutes and it eventually ended uh, with me getting burning hammered onto a stack of chairs. Oof. Um, but it was madness. Just chairs, tables. It was a war. Both of my matches with Moff were uh, were up for Northeast Wrestling Match of the Year. They didn't win, but they were a contender. So number one's Dan Moff. Number two, um, the guy I'm wrestling June 20th, uh, the, the Jersey muscle jock, Steve Gibke. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's on my list. He's a big athletic dude, about 240. Uh, he's got a decent name in New Jersey. Um, he's up there. Lance Archer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lance Ooh. Archer. We've had a bunch of uh, AEW guys on our shows. Right. You know, we've talked about bringing him in. He's supposed to be a monster, but we'll see about that. <laughs> Not many people stand a chance against a wrecking ball, so. Yeah. Nope. Right. <laughs> Even a murder hawk, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd drive to New Jersey for that, or even Connecticut, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I'd pay for that on pay-per-view. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so with bringing up the matches with Dan Math, uh, what's been one of your personal favorite matches that you've been a part of? Um, honestly, like, I hate, I hate when people pick matches that they lost, but... That uh, that second match with Dan Moff was was crazy. That that was one of my favorite matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had a bunch of good matches with uh, Mike Verna, the mm-hmm. Italian Superman Man of Steel. We had a match at the uh, Mid Hudson Civic Center, which was which was great. Um, it was cool wrestling at the Mid Hudson Civic Center with uh, with Verna. Mid Hudson's where uh, they used to do all the ECWs. They used to do all the uh, Monday Night Raws there. So it was a pretty mm-hmm. wild environment. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, so we ask this also pretty frequently. What is your your dream opponent? I mean, from past, present, the guy who you who you want one on one. Living or dead, or it doesn't matter. Whichever. Yeah, one of well, each. What's yeah, why not one of each? <laughs> All right. I mean, if it's a former wrestler, Bam Bam Bigelow. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he's, a, he's a big influence on me. Um, so, I, I, I mean, similar body types. I think we'd match up real well. I think we'd have... Uh, We'd have a pretty smashing matchup. Yeah, no doubt. And right now, I mean, Lance Archer, he's the number one monster in all our wrestling. And want to take that title from him. It's it's funny that uh, the story of Bam Bam Bigelow that actually inspired that cardio question when he had the wrestling match with Lawrence Taylor. And it was a story backstage. They got backstage and Lawrence Taylor like collapsed because he could, he was just done. And then here comes Bam Bam, you know, 
just trotting back in. Hey, great match, you know, whatever. I thought, wow, you, you look at those two and go, here's Lawrence Taylor, you know, this elite athlete uh, who, you know, had what was it, an eight minute wrestling match. He was done. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah it's it's a different cart, different type of blah, different type of cardio. Um, right. You know, Bam Bam was doing it for a while at that time. And after your first wrestling match, it's just a completely different experience. You know, the way the way the lights hit you, the way the fans hit you, it's 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 different. You can't you can't compare it to anything else. Percent. Uh you just mentioned that Bam Bam was a big influence on you. Uh mm-hmm. what other wrestlers were major influences for you for your style of wrestling? I mean, right now I'm watching a lot of uh Bruiser Brody, Stan mm. Hansen. Vader, um, and Dr. Death. Mm, I love it. Hey, I gotta ask, are you watching Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, I haven't watched all of them, but yeah, Dark Side of the Ring is really, that, really interesting. That Bruiser Brody episode hurt me. I wasn't ready for it. I mean, I knew what yeah. happened, but... Whew. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Either. Well, I got a question for the, all all of those guys that you mentioned. You know, they they made a pretty, including Lance Archer too, made a pretty big name for themselves in Japan. So, uh, is that something that you uh, you know you have as an aspiration to uh, to head oh, over there? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, honestly, I think uh, Japan's a great fit for me, especially uh, they they like a more physical style over there, and. They definitely they're they're very appreciative of the uh, the big American gaijins, you know, over okay. the years. Oh, yeah. Recently, obviously, Lance Archer. Um, they had uh, I can't. What was Albert's name? And um, uh, Giant Bernard. Yeah, Giant Bernard. Giant Bernard. Right. He was huge in there. Then you had Vader, Hanson, Gordy, Brody in the '90s and the '80s. So I think I would just I would add to that. Yeah, Bob Sapp, Scott Norton. I mean, those guys. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean, when you when you describe that, that's all I was saying is like, gosh, that's like that seems like a perfect perfect thing. Somebody needs to be calling you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like that early '90s All Japan where it just it just felt like a fight. No doubt. Yeah, like the sport and it had like that big fight feel. Um, real quick question in the chat from uh, our very own head of town relations, Ryan Coddington. He wants to know, uh, is that a quarantine mustache that you have growing? And how long did that take to grow? (laughs) So I think it's a quarantine stash. It's a quarantine stash that turned into, uh, I think it it might be a full-time thing right now. Mm. Um, As you know, like, most places around the country, barbershops were banned. And I was like, I was doing my own hair. I accidentally, um, I started shaving my head, started trying to shave my beard. I, I accidentally cut something a little like too short. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to try the mustache. <laughs> and, and you know how, like, if you take something down to like, to completely shave your face, you, you, uh, 
you do like a goofy beard, shave it, and then do like a goofy mustache and shave it. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, I just stopped at the mustache. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, fuck it, I'm keeping it. I can't say I have. Uh, I've also, I have also, mm-hmm. you know, said I'm just going to shave everything but the mustache and gone with it for a couple of days. Yeah. No, this this was uh, initially done as a as a joke after um, a shaving accident gone wrong, but I was like, nah. Think I'm going with it. You know, how many people have the the balls with a mustache look going on right now? Right. Yeah. I was I was I was like you would make a really good tag team with Joey Ryan. That's a Ryan esque mustache. <laughs> oh, that ties in with uh, Ryan. Uh, it, I don't I don't think it's got that sleazy of a look. <laughs> Ryan says, I guess that means there's no question no, no, no. mustache, Ryan. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh my gosh. A lot of, lot of love for the stash in the chat. <laughs> What's up? A lot of yeah. love for the stash in the chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I know we, we learned about this with, with uh, Mr. Silverclight when he was on our show. Is that. Uh, Please don't call him Mister. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I was giving him keeping it up for like two weeks respect. now. I gotta. <laughs> I'm on the payroll now, guys. <laughs> Money. Listen, the rest of us just Money, call him yeah. Jerry. I'm a teacher, man. We don't make much. <laughs> the common man just calls him Jared. Anybody who <laughs> who is taken into the whole Silverclight system calls him Mister Silverclight. Yeah, we're just uh, if you think he's paying you a lot, that must be some uh, some of that new age common core math you must be using right now. (laughs) It's still more than teaching, (laughs) (laughs) the issue of being a part of the education system. Um, that's a whole different kind of rant, but uh, (laughs) so I I, we learned from from Jared Silverclight uh, that NEW has a pretty cool history of, of going to these minor league stadiums over throughout the summer and, and having these awesome shows. Um, is there any particular one that really stands out for you? Um, as far as venues, I mean, Wapitiers Falls for uh, Dutchess Stadium. That's always the biggest one of the year, and they, they got a nice facility. There's one in Pe- Pennsylvania that we went to last year, I wrestled Rhino there. There was a downpour. I, for, uh, I can't think of where it was. It was the minor league for the Yankees, and it was the nicest stadium I've ever been to. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and the reason I ask is I, I think I'm starting a campaign because we're, we're down here in Fredericksburg. We just got them all minor leagues right here in our city. So yep. I think we got given you guys to come a little south on down. See if we can right. tell him before it opens. Right, no doubt. What what ridiculous name does the Fredericksburg team have? Uh, it is the Fredericksburg Nationals. Because yeah. Nationals. yeah. Now, Since we're just outside of DC, we're that's, that's not fun. Like there's like rumble ponies and rail right. riders and We also that. have a, the Giants Double A team down in Richmond, who are the Flying Squirrels. 
Right. There we so, go. There we go. That's more yeah. respectable right there. Right. We, were, we were rallying because they, they put up like a fan vote of what do you want the name to be? Um, and a bunch of us were like, Fredericksburg Founders. That's a great name. He'll be great. We'll steal the, the uh, president race. No. <laughs> yeah, we had the Reaganators. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 No. Can we make a petition to officially change the name too, to the Fredericksburg Reagan? Too news? late. Too late. <laughs> Do you remember Family Guy? Reagan. Yeah. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I do. Family Guy clips. <laughs> uh, and we were we were asked, uh, what uh, what is your favorite minor league team? <laughs> uh, the Hartford Yard Goats. <laughs> that yeah, is, that's a, that's one of the closer teams to me, and it's just fun, like going to a game and yelling, "Go Goats!" <laughs> and God, I hope this is some kind of inside joke we can get story. If we were uh, asked to. Ask what your favorite vegetable is. Don't eat them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Matt, it looks like uh, you have found one person that follows your diet. <laughs> Vegetables are a myth. <laughs> They're like North Dakota and the Loch Ness Monster. Exactly. Vegetables are fake news. Have you ever Just been like to North Dakota? Never. I have it. <laughs> no. All right, I'm a wrecking ball guy now. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> vegetables, um, vegetables, North Dakota, and and wheat bread. Fake news. Uh, fake yeah. news. There is absolutely no additional benefits to wheat bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthier. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> real here. Uh, so we also have one more question uh, from Jared to ask you. Uh, what is your favorite suit in Jared Silberkleit's uh, wardrobe? What was that suit he wore in Bristol when I picked him up over my head, threw him, and gave him the world's strongest slam? What, whatever that suit was. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you that wasn't on his highlight reel. <laughs> or maybe it, <laughs> it might have been. He took a lot of bumps on it. His entire highlight reel is just him taking bumps. Or, what was he wearing in Danbury when Bubba Ray Dudley was holding him down on a table and I jumped off the second rope and put him through and made him splat? Whatever that one was. I know that's in that's that definitely was in the highlight film. The highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, did you guys ever get blinded uh, when you did the podcast with him with how shiny his forehead is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All the time. I just assumed it was, you know, the, the humidity down in the comfort control uh, state <laughs> <laughs> down in Florida. Mar-a-Lago. You didn't, yeah, you didn't see yeah. it, Mac. You were you were too busy you were too busy kissing his ass you know we were all there Matt don't don't try okay, to hey man money <laughs> I know listen somebody it. has to be the ass kisser usually it's someone else today it's me <laughs> yes the last time it was me mm. 
Um, I had a question. That's gone. Uh oh. That's the Loch Ness monster took it. Um. So you you've had the opportunity to wrestle guys who who have gone off and been and make these other companies. Um, is there any like one specific that you're hearing good things about uh, from these guys, or is that a little hush hush? Don't tell. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear good things about all the companies. I mean, you know, I, I think every company has its benefits and I, I, I think unfortunately different companies get bad reputations because bad news travels more than good news everyone's liked every company that they've worked for whether it be ring of honor whether it be impact whether it be aew whether it be the excuse me wwe they're all great companies mm-hmm. it's just you know bad news travels better than and uh bad news travels faster than good news so i mean i've heard all good things it's just unfortunately the media just portrays the bad side or people who have ended up in rough situations you know but i don't think that's the majority of people Yeah, well, we're, I, I can definitely feel that it's we always only hear the bad side of things it's never yeah Unless it's somebody did something extra spectacular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or extra, extra spectacularly bad. But while we're on this, I mean, Northeast Wrestling is, you know, I, I brought it last time. I think it was Kurt Angle that said it's not really, I don't think it was an indie. It's just Northeast Wrestling. That's pretty high yeah. praise. And as far as, as, as the, well, I mean, if we want to call it an indie, we'll call it an indie. I mean, Northeast Wrestling puts on some pretty fantastic shows, brings in some big names. Um I mean, yeah, tell us about working for Northeast Wrestling. I mean, Northeast Wrestling is probably the biggest non-television company in America. I mean, I mean, it, talking about the first champion was Bam Bam Bigelow. We had Cody Rhodes as a champion. Psycho Sid was a champion. Um, Warbeard Hanson, who's known as Ivar now in the WWE, was a champion. We've had all the biggest matches, biggest shows. We had, um, you know, we've had the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. We were, we were actually the first to do it. We had Kurt Angle versus Cody Rhodes in a cage match. We had Kevin Owens versus Jerry Lawler. We've had some of the most historic matches, and I've I've been able to get opportunities against some of the biggest stars. I've wrestled Rhino, Darby Allen, um, Jack Swagger, Ryback, Rhino. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it doesn't get bigger than those names, you know? No doubt. I like to call it the past, present, and future of wrestling. Right. Yeah. No, but exactly. I mean, that's a hundred percent true. Like, uh, I gotta ask. So, like, when when these guys come from out of town and come and join the show, is it almost like, you know, you get an opportunity to sit down and talk with them about, uh, you know, how your match went, or an opportunity to kind of pick their brain on things you can do? Um, oh, absolutely, or- absolutely. Just getting insight versus. Uh, from different people with different minds, you know. It's always good hearing, um, like, Ricky Steamboat has been to a bunch of our matches. He watches every match. He gives great feedback. 
Ricky Steamboat's still in absolutely tremendous shape. And you could tell he's uh, he's still passionate about the business over the years. Like, and I'm, I'm not going to name names, but there's some people that you could tell that are less enthusiastic. And Steamboat is, he, you could tell he still lives for it, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'll, I'll, you bring back. I'll, if I, I'm, I'm completely cut off. I have no idea what you said. I said about Dwight lives in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, Dwight is like, in you imagine the Blair Witch Project, that woods. That's where Dwight is right now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, nice. That's what I mean. <laughs> So, Dwight, it's still going in. Uh, if you want Dwight to text us, you might become be a to robot. Oh man! I was just gonna mark out. A, I was gonna mark out for Ricky Steve because we heard Is there an alien talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alien invasion. We were talking about UFOs two weeks ago, and I'm hearing one of them talk right now. So oh, who had aliens on their world apocalypse ending bingo card? <laughs> June, I put Sharknado. <laughs> Look, it's, it, it's, tw it's 2020, man. Who knows what's going to happen? You know? We can hear you now, man. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm, I was just going to mock. Something about take me to your leader or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think this is the government not letting you talk about Richie Steamboat. I'm on a I'm on a list, man. It's bullshit. It's Mark Zuckerberg. He's censoring what? you about Ricky Steamboat. He's <laughs> fact checking you. He read my father was a great comment. Uh, Dwight's house is really gives house from signs. <laughs> Uh, okay, he's oh. trying Ooh. to restart everything. So, yeah. Uh, all right, can, can you hear me at all now? Yep, it's better. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I'll try it again. No, I I, I grew up. Ricky Steamboat was my first favorite wrestler because I grew up in mid, mid Atlantic territory, and he yeah. was guys man and and literally like when they asked well, who's the first wrestler that you loved and it was ricky ricky steamboat and the first wrestler i hated was rick flair because he screwed over ricky steamboat yeah so, i mean just the fact that you're getting feedback from that guy uh i mean un i mean a true legend of this of, of professional wrestling oh absolutely he's a special guest referee for um one of my matches too which is pretty cool Jared actually got beat up in that match. Yes, too. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sucked that I was with Jared at the time, but seeing Jared get chopped and arm dragged by Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> beat that. Oh. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Yeah. Say, a, lot, a lot of like wrestling legends, not a big fan of him. I mean, I know like Mick Foley has gone after him several times. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Jared's easily the most hateable guy on the show. <laughs> I believe it. Well, to kind of backtrack on on having like almost a, an rotation of these great wrestlers coming in and out of, of NEW, you know, who's been some of your favorite guys you've gotten to at least get some feedback who've come through 
NEW for matches or for uh, spots? I mean, it's cool getting feedback from Bubba Ray, even though he's my trainer. Um, I mean, Taven. Um, Rhino was great getting feedback from. Ryback. All those guys. Ryback, that's one that I'd be interested in, just because I feel like his style of how he did things is, is great for how you already, you know, crush people. Oh, absolutely. He's a big, physical, athletic guy, and our match, our match was actually when I was over four hundred pounds, and I wasn't as, um, I wasn't quite as mobile. But it was a good match, very hard hitting match. Sounds like you're down for the rematch now that you're, uh, you know, ready to roll. Ready yeah, to abs absolutely. I don't know. I I don't know if he's wrestled in a while though. Yeah. I know he's just did, uh, time to, to heal, and he was getting, like, some stem cell treatments and whatnot. I was about to say, that was the last thing I saw was uh, the stem cell on his shoulder. He's trying to become uh, superhuman. <laughs> look, man, he's the guy who doesn't need it. He's already big enough. <laughs> yeah. He's trying uh, to get an unfair advantage for that rematch. Yes. Ah. Uh, you brought up stem cells and Ryback, and, and my question's gone. <laughs> it's like, it's the where, where, where do you go well, from there, you know? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll chime back in. So tell us about Ring of Honor. Does that look like something that, that might be uh, panning out in the future with, you know, the stuff you've done with Future of Honor? Is that that's a real possibility? Or, I mean... I mean, I, I haven't been in contact with them recently. I mean, I did a, a few of the Future of Honor shows that were um, at the Monster Factory. Um, it's been a while since they've done the shows there. Um, haven't talked to them recently, but it's definitely something that, that could work out. I did their, their, um, one of their trial camps in 2019. Um, I was in the main event of day one, um, of the tryout matches against Marche Rocket, who was an impact. Um, right. We got some good feedback. Unfortunately, didn't get signed, but uh, just going to keep on moving. And um, it's definitely a possibility. Um, just got to, you know, return from the zombie apocalypse and keep creating buzz for myself and keep beating up some names, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe we're we'll, already uh... building feuds for you over there, too. So we got to start uh, petitioning, getting you over there. Yep. Maybe we'll end up getting uh, Ligurski math up in Baltimore. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Oh. Don't get me started. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for a, uh, a Ring of Honor title over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. When me and Moff wrestle, the, the, the air changes in the building. It's, it's something you can't really describe until you're there. Okay. I love it. Mm -mm. Why is that a question? Like, your thing lit up, so I don't know if you're trying to talk or if we're having technical issues again. We're probably having technical issues again. Oh. 
Like, your, South, your South Park character like looks like it's trying to hypnotize me. <laughs> <laughs> I always right. take it as a Funko Pop. It is. It's a Funko Pop. It's exactly what it is. That's Funko Pop. Whatever. Me. It's trying to hypnotize me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Funko uh, Pops, I've deemed, and I love them, and I have a decent amount of them. I've cons- I, I, I'm sure they're all trying to, like, they're just staring at you with those big black beady eyes trying to get you to buy more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so do you have like a, a favorite match that you weren't a part of, but like one that you love to just sit back and watch? Yeah, um, I actually watched it today. Um, Vader versus Flair, Starkey '93. I love it. I love it. What? <laughs> Good choice. All right. That match was very <laughs> physical. Told a great story. It was great. I don't. I don't really understand or know what's going on over there. <laughs> uh, I think Dwight may actually be being taken by aliens. <laughs> yep. They fucking hate what? He doesn't even have it. his screen on for us to see. No. Man. <laughs> oh. Now I'm back. Oh, there we go. All right, what were you saying, Dwight? God damn it. <laughs> no, I was just saying it was a great choice. Good match. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Flair and Vader great because- atmosphere. It was in uh, it was in Charlotte. It was Ric Flair's hometown, and they went crazy when he beat uh, when he beat Vader. Great. Um, so yeah, so then that's your favorite match. You were a Shawn Michaels guy growing up. Were you a WCW or a WWE? I'm more a WWE. Um, the the Vader Flair wasn't something I saw growing up. It was something I saw like studying like as a wrestler looking back studying vader mm. Hello. So, so what does um studying wrestling history like how how does that apply to what you currently do um it's just taking different things different ways people react different mannerisms different moves and you know taking what's you know what's old is new again you know i do um i do the boss man slam i do bam bam big lows diving headbutt i just like i just like taking things from the past and maybe putting a little bit different spin on it and making it my own it's like it's like doing a it's like doing a a research paper you know you can't just completely plagiarize someone but you could you could put quotes in and and if you have sources it's a works cited page yeah uh so if you had to do a mount rushmore of big men who would be on your mount rushmore Hmm. that's that's a hard one (laughs) How many is that? Four. Four. Four or five. 
Four. Did you four? Four. Um, Vader, Bam Bam Bigelow. And it could be modern guys as well as old school guys. I mean, for me right now, Vader, Bam Bam, Hanson, and Brody. Respectable, respectable. Brody matches are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brody, both, both Brody and Hanson just give like a different feel. Like, it, it just feels like a riot is about to happen. Like, you, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, Hanson came out swinging a lasso, a lariat, and Brody came out swinging a chain. Half the time they were hitting fans. It's like, what is going on? Could could never work. Can't get away with that nowadays. They could never work in today's world. Lawsuits galore. Someone would say they got PTSD if I came within like a foot of <laughs> a foot of them or something. You know what I mean? Man. But but you're exactly right. I mean, it was those moments that I think really changed the perception of it. I mean, I think even then people still had kind of their hints and they're like, oh, I don't know about this, but it it just felt so real watching it. Yeah. It just felt like a riot was about to break out. Well, yeah, that's a and that and the PTSD comment. It wasn't to um, downplay any mental health issues. I just, I just think we have uh, a lot of people like to sue. You know what I mean? With false complaints off of real issues. You know what I mean? It's just like me with the Jared Silverclad shirt on. Everybody wants a payday. <laughs> But um, <laughs> oh, dude, happening. Um, God, Dwight cannot stay in for his life mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the aliens have claimed him. So if we ever see Dwight again, oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, we're we're about um. Protest started here, I want to tell you, about an hour before we went on the air, so it wouldn't surprise me if actually a whole lot of air nets being used right now. Yeah. I Especially. Mean... Yeah. 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 Can everybody hear that, Eric, or is that just us? So what, what Eric, the voice of God, is saying is a lot of people are live streaming right now, which is kind of probably affecting how things are working for us. Yeah. Uh, to, to everybody watching in, I apologize for just hearing us agree to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. What's up, Matt? No. The world happening. I'm trying to enjoy wrestling. Um, oh, God. Ben, help ask something because I'm struggling at the moment. Uh, I actually think our hour is just about up as well. So, Wrecking Ball, do you have anything you want to plug that you haven't already? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hit up my pro wrestling tees. 
storeprowrestlingtees.com slash wreckingball75. My Twitter um, at wreckingball75. Facebook at wreckingball75. And my Instagram, what do you guys think it is? Is it wreckingball75? Nope, it's wrecking underscore ball underscore Ligurski. Wrecking ball 75. <laughs> wrecking ball 75 I take your name? already taken somehow. Oh, sad face. Yeah. A lot of people doing that. I don't understand it. <laughs> it was upsetting. I wanted to be uniform and everything, but... Yeah. So, uh, let me ask this before you go. You have been trained by a who's who of incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Who is, if you can have one match with any of them, who is it? Uh, I would be Bubba Ray Dudley in a tables match. I love it. Yep. Got to put the mentor down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Students right. got to overcome Ask the, the torch. Wow, man. Thank you so much for, for coming on and, and, uh, being on the show with us, especially with everything happening going on in the world today. Um, it, it's a pleasure for us. I apologize for all the craziness going on as well. Um, but we appreciate it. We really yeah, do. Thank you, thank you guys uh, for having me. I enjoyed it. No problem. Um, uh, also, your PWT shop is in the comments if anybody would like a shirt. Head on over. Support. Especially yeah. right now. These guys need it. Yes, sir. Uh, and hopefully, we look forward to trying to get some tickets and seeing you on June 20th. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, from all of us here at PWO, stay safe. Um, be careful. Like, we love follow, all you subscribe. Guys. And all will fall to the wrecking ball. There it is. Have a good night.